What's good, Divine Gang Gang? I'm super excited to go over these astrological placements with you that are coming up in December. We've been talking about them since October. I've been getting a better grasp of what the energy means, and um, I hope you're right here learning alongside with me. So um, I'm going to jump right into a couple of articles kind of already looked through them, which is a little bit different than what I've done before, where I just go through the whole article with you. We're going to be talking about the Venus retrograde. And the Venus retrograde that is coming up is going to be in December. Now, here's some cool things about it. Let me, um, let me drill down into this. So it says, this, this little statistic was, was interesting. Um, So let's go ahead and jump into that. I'm reading from yahoo.com, lifestyle Venus retrograde coming more, it says more powerful or something like that. Venus retrograde is coming. It's even more powerful than Mercury retrograde. And there was a stat in this one that said, this time around, Venus will be retrograde for 40 days and 40 nights in Capricorn. Okay, from December 19 to January 29, 2022. It says, however, you won't have to wait until next month to feel its effects. Its pre-retrograde zone begins on November 17th. So we already in, we already in this, okay? (laughs) We already in the pre-retrograde energy. And the um, post-retrograde phase ends March 1st, 2022. So that's quite a ways out. Um. So even though it goes direct January 29th, 30th, um, we'll still feel the energy until March. Okay. So I liked that about that article. Then um, we're coming over here to this article by refinery29.com. The title of the article is Venus in Capricorn. Why'd you have to do that to me? <laughs> it started me over. Venus in Capricorn will make you want to put a ring on it. Hey, so I'm going to kind of just skim through and pull the best parts. I think this one's going to be relatively short. And let me go ahead and just make sure I'm keeping an eye on how much time I'm in right now. Because I'll record and just run out of time. That used to happen to me when I first started recording. (laughs) All right. So let's just say here, keeping tabs on the movements of Venus, the planet that rules love and relationships can help us keep up with what's in store for us romance-wise. And Venus' latest moves are indicating that we're in for quite a change. On November 5th, the planet of love will leave adventurous Sagittarius and enter practical Capricorn where it will stay until March 6th, 2022. Okay, and so different um, different authors have a different way of, of writing and saying things. So we know that um, Venus retrograde will go direct January 20, I think that it was at the 26th, but we know that the energy will last with us until, and this one says March 6, 2022, but we kind of have a ballpark figure. Now, what's interesting about me, this is that even though Venus is leaving Sagittarius and heading into Capricorn, um, we have a lunar eclipse in Sagittarius and I have some notes on that one, but I'm, I'm going to keep the lunar, um, the solar eclipse in Sagittarius for a separate podcast. But once you start to see how the energy is very complementary, 
and how they're weaving together. It's like oh, amazing. So let's keep reading here. It says the major theme for Venus and Capricorn is about commitment. Y'all, I know there's some of you who are probably like discouraged and everything going on in the world around you right now is like 3D chaos. But higher vibrational, the energy, the planetary placements. When when Divine Source said, I did not bring you down here for all this bull. I brought you down for love, for the friendship, for the passion, for the pleasure. The planetary placements, the major theme of this Venus in Capricorn is conducive to commitment. If you're suddenly not feeling the casual flings, the booty calls, or the one-night stands anymore, this Venus transit may be the culprit. (laughs) This is a serious position for Venus, and you may be getting honest with yourself about what you want. Um, I'm pretty sure it might come up later on, but the thing about this one is this energy lasts for 18 months. Okay? I was looking for the YouTube video. I, I should have clicked on it at the time, but I I couldn't be bothered. Um, but he was he was saying something along the same lines too. The Venus retrograde is conducive for marriage. And but here we are doing the work for ourselves. We're getting a little bit dirty and you know sorting out the information. But that's basically what he's talking about. Commitment. It says cuffing seizing energy is is strong. Um your relationship doesn't have, isn't ready to be DTR'd. DTR'd, y'all. <laughs> when you may get the urge to move on for good. If you're looking for a lover, be careful who you're swiping right on. Venus and Capricorn will have you interested in more serious relationships, so make sure your prospective partner checks all the boxes before diving into a whirlwind romance. That is huge, especially for my divine feminines. Yes, we have commitment, but pay attention to who you're committing to. Is it a high vibrational frequency match? Because you're going to want to be falling in love. You're going to be wanting to settle down. But make sure you're settling down with the right one. It says, um, Murphy advises to ask quite ourselves these important questions. How was your idea of what love and relationships mean? How has your idea of what love and relationships mean changed over the past year? Because remember, it's kind of asking you to tap into that energy where we're starting to assess what the values are. We just got out of um, that axis. That That's also going to be with us for another 18 months, y'all. So when you talk about beautiful artistry and weaving in together, the um, lunar eclipse that we had in on November 19th is on the axis of Scorpio and Taurus. And that is forcing you to visit what do you value in life in all areas of life so when you reflect on this question how has your idea of what love and relationships mean changed over the year you're gonna notice there's a shift and you're gonna notice that it's gonna shift and gonna be more in alignment with you wanting to commit and settle down and now you don't have to feel so bad now you don't have to think it's the holiday blues some of you are going to be a little bit more heavily influenced by it if you're heavy water. Like, y'all might seriously hear me here in December 29th. What? When I tell you I cry over commercials, like especially Christmas commercials, I get like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. 
I love Christmas music because it's so romantic type of a thing. It's very warm and homey, but I don't celebrate Christmas anymore. But I love the sentiment of family and romance around it. And so now I know, like, if you guys hear me in December and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I think I'm ready to, to settle down and have some. That's what that energy is. I want to settle down and have some love child babies. <laughs> Um, The other questions to ask yourself is, where have you matured? What is the new commitment you are making to yourself and to your partner? Once you've answered, prepare yourself for what's to come. Venus retrograde. The reason Venus is hanging around in the sign of the goat for so long um, is because it is entering an intense retrograde from December 19th to January 29th. Okay, so it is January 29th. Um, All that means that our love lives may be a bit more chaotic than usual. Don't be afraid, y'all. Now that when you know this stuff, now you can lean into the chaos. (laughs) Now you're just unbothered. It's going to be a little bit chaotic, but it's kind of like recalibrating, right? It's every time you shift and tighten and turn and make sure it's it's like course... course correction now you you're going to embrace it it says in fact the planet will enter its pre-shadow zone november 17th and go fully retrograde december 19th then linger in the post-retrograde shadow period until march 1st this will be the time for some deep soul searching so be prepared to know yourself on a whole new level. Um, that's Lisa Stardust, the author of Saturn Return Survival Guide and the Astrology Deck. Along the way, Venus will have some major transits. So for instance, the first Venus star point of 2022 occurs January 8th during the retrograde. Okay. Venus star point. Interesting. This astrological phenomenon happens when the Earth, the Sun, and the Venus align in the sky to form what looks like a five-pointed star. Y'all, I'm going to call it right now. I bet you some of these decks are going to have stars in them. I'm going to look out for this. January 8th, take a mental mental snapshot of this. Okay. It's a great time for manifesting love and money. Ooh, I'm going to... Ooh, y'all... Listen, I'm going to take a screenshot of this because I'm good when I take a screenshot. I know I have to follow up on it versus me like I'll finish recording and then (laughs) out of sight, out of mind. I'm going to revisit this with you guys. Okay, perfect time to manifest um, love and money, which is so interesting. I want to go into making my own um, candles and um, continue to make jewelry along these type of timelines. Um, but this is something I'm going to put in my calendar because I'm thinking it should happen again, 2023. And so then I would probably put out some candles that are in alignment with, um, manifesting for money and love. So if you're going to buy your candles, I was watching this lady, um, last night, it came up as an ad on a commercial. I was watching, I was watching a YouTube video and she came up and it's called theconjure.com. And you can actually look at her stories on YouTube, Um, but if you wanted to load up on some candles that have to do with manifesting love and money, definitely buy it and have it ready for January 8th. All right. Boom. It says being that Venus will be retrograde. It's more about reflecting on what you want to bring and leave behind. So you want to be careful with the intentions. Um, that one, when you're manifesting love, um, 
and money, you're going to be manifesting, but you're going to be manifesting about leaving behind poverty, leaving behind sadness, leaving behind heartbrokenness, leaving behind toxicity. Okay. Now, um, January 8th, I'll have to look and also see if that's close to a full moon or new moon energy, because then it will have to do with whether it's going to really tie into amplifying or diminishing. So we'll pay attention to that when that comes up. Okay. It says another transit to look out for is Venus will conjunct Pluto, the the planet of power and transformation. You can have a love-hate relationship with that one. I know I do. And that's from December 11th to December 25th. It says on December 11th, December 25th, while in retrograde. Okay, so these are the days that will be conjunct. Okay, it'll be December 11th, December 25th, and March 3rd which bring our ambitions to the forefront telling you this this energy is amazing this means that we will ring in the new year with huge lessons on how we use our power not only in relationships but in our career we're being called to step up yes we want the love yes we want the twin family relationships great energy coming out of the pandemic for us to focus with the with the career. We're going to be going in with the ambition. And we're going to be learning to use our power. Lean into this. Man, I almost wanted to say lean into this, right? It says, um, but and so the person who wrote that is senior astrologer Narayana Montufar. She's the author of Moon Signs, Unlock Your Luminary Power. This aspect brings an energy that's perfect for constructing a plan and since venus in capricorn tends to be very career or focused all right i need to wow venus in capricorn tends to be career focused murphy advises you to ask yourself what action steps you can take to work towards your goals then take them this is your invitation y'all you guys, I pulled the Oracle deck today and it came out last Thursday. It came out this Thursday again. Same card off the money deck. It said, undercut. Are you selling yourself short? Listen to what it says in the article. This is an invitation to stop selling yourself short. Settling for breadcrumbs and undermining your authority, Murphy. Murphy says, you cannot make this stuff up. You're going to get the messages regardless I'm going to be okay because sometimes I feel stressed out like, oh my God, they need to go back and listen to this podcast that goes in. No, no, no. Listen, if I got you on the money deck on the wealth one, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you're here for the planetary replacements, end of the day, the message is still the same that you're going to get the downloads. But when I tell you, those of you who have been with me, gang, gang, the last two Thursdays, the card, and it was the same card that came out. And I was feeling some kind of way because I'm like, Really? Out of this whole deck, we're going to get undercut back to back? Back to back? But the, but but same language. It's an important message. Invitation to stop selling yourself short. Stop settling for breadcrumbs. Stop undermining your authority. That, oh my God. So Thursday... Um, I just did an oracle on Thursday about the, for the entrepreneur, the wealth oracle. And it said, I still remember because I'm a little bit um, visual. Like if I'm learning to be tap into my visual, I'm very 
um, visual. Yeah. So um, if I really like take a mental picture, it will come back to me. But the card said um, to stop, like stop being shy, step into your niche. And that ties into the undermining your authority. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's keep it going. All right, so it says, Leslie Hale, a psychic astrologer for Keen.com, says that during this particular aspect, we will be inclined to look beneath the surface in terms of relationship and personal values, okay? By doing this, we have a chance to figure out what is really working and what is not. It says, but be wary of obsession, jealousy, suspicion, mistrust can be a theme with this aspect. So it's just asking you to to balance. You don't want to be on one side of the spectrum or on the other. This is not the time to be um, obsessed. This is not the time to be a chaser, especially for divine feminines, you know, and wanting to fall in love. This is not the time to be jealous of your girlfriends who are married and have kids, right? Um, the interesting thing about this one is is that it does fall. Yeah, we're talking about jealous, uh, suspicion. I know it can be a little bit difficult, especially if you're already in a relationship or talking to someone. But you might find yourself having to deal with with um, some su- suspicion about their activities, um, and you're gonna have to balance that. I know that's a little bit difficult, right? Why are they working long hours? Is he really out, you know, where he's saying he is? And you're going to have to visit what that means for you and how you're communicating that and how he's communicating it to you, right? But just think higher vibrational law, higher vibration, right? If you express your, you have the right to express your concerns in a high vibrational way and pay attention to how he replies to it, right? And mistrust can be themes um, with this aspect. The more honest you are about your real feelings to yourself and others, the sooner you can let go of fears, feelings of betrayal or other negative emotions from the past. And I think that's true too. This would have been very helpful. I know in my last relationship, like I just did, I felt like I was sometimes um, tiptoeing because I wanted to really enjoy the time that we spent together. And I didn't want to talk about some of the concerns that I had, you know, so because of the way that things ended, the feeling of betrayal from a friend and a lover was just like, it annihilated me, right? So go ahead and have the courage. You're being encouraged to just have the courage to just say it, right? Who knows that? I swing back and forth. I'm like, I'm listen, I'm not trying to get into any other relationships, but I can practice what it means to be vulnerable. Like I'm even as I'm reading this, I know that there's relationships with family. I need to express to them what's really going on with me and and be vulnerable, right? And it's not that they're gonna betray me, but it's okay for me to express how I feel. You know? And it's really gonna help to release the 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 you know. Just create a mutual understanding between each other. It says, although it may get a rap, a bad rap sometimes, Capricorn is a powerful, ambitious sign. With Venus in its domain for the next four months, we can use the sign's practicality and persistence to be unstoppable. I freaking love that. All right. Excuse me. I apologize. I always, I have my signature burps, y'all. Like one day I'm going to have somebody go through and do a compilation. <laughs> it's like, it's just me. But um, 
I'm going to try to make this a little bit on the short side. I know there's um, a couple more articles I wanted to get through. Um, no, no, no. Actually, it's just one more from what I'm looking here at my notes. So let me try to do it in the next 10 minutes. I like to keep these short. Um, but what I'll probably do is it will probably go a little bit over the 30-minute segment. So now I'm looking at astrology.com. And the article is called um, Venus Retrograde in Capricorn Brings Profound Changes as We Welcome 2022. It was written by Lisa Stardust on January 1st of 2021. So, pleasure goddess Venus takes a journey backwards every 18 months, um, mixing things up for all of us earthlings. Um, This is going to be a little bit specific for everyone's natal chart, but I feel comfortable, like, if I give myself 18 months and then get on the next bandwagon when I'm a little bit more healed and I'm a little bit more confident in what all is going around with me right now, I'm going to be okay. Remember, there's cycles, there's... um, Seasons for harvest always continue to be encouraged. You brush yourself off and you get back up and you get into the current of things, right? So for those of you who are kind of tracking with me where, you know, you're probably just going to sit this one out and watch everybody do their thing and get committed into committed relationships. In the next 18 months, it's going to come back again and we can dive right in and we will have done the inner care and the self-work and take care of you know, our mental to get to that space. So this year, she'll begin her retrograde journey on December 18th. Okay, at um, 26 degrees 29 of Capricorn. The energy of this retrograde will last until... Why you gotta do a pop-up? Sign up for a daily newsletter. <laughs> no, thank you. Maybe I will, maybe I will later. But it says, um, the energy of this retrograde will last until January 28th. When she stations direct at 11 degrees 5 of Capricorn, okay? You've probably noticed that whenever a planetary retrograde is upon us, social media outlets begin to buzz with complaints about the cosmic climate and cautionary tales of what's to come. Yeah, that's one of the things. I learned this from, um, was it either AstroKit or... There's this other girl I watch on YouTube, and I forgot her name right now. But um, they encouraged us not to be... Oh, no, no, I know who it was. It was Bahati Life. It wasn't um, Astro Kid or the other girl. It was Bahati Life is one of the first people I heard talk about, um, don't be afraid of the retrogrades. Because I remember I'd be like, oh my gosh, Mercury retrograde. I don't want to move left or right. I'm just going to stay. But now I understand what it means, right? It's okay to revisit things. It's okay to go back and tie up loose ends. It's okay to 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 reflect. And that's what retrogrades are about, right? So it says here, Mercury messes. Okay, so Mercury mess. So they're talking about the retrogrades. So Mercury messes with our communication, Mars with our passion and our energy levels, and a Jupiter retrograde can affect our luck. So what does it mean when a planet of love and money starts to move backwards in the sky? So Venus retrograde in Capricorn means since Venus does not rule matter. No, no, no. Ooh. Since Venus does rule matters of the heart, you'll want to be on guard for any exes who want to waltz back into the picture. Y'all already know how I feel, but 
I'm just your maidservant giving you information right here. This retrograde takes place under Capricorn, so there may be issues around power struggles in relationships, okay? A little bit of that gender war going on. Who's supposed to submit? Who's supposed to dominate? Who's the prize? Okay? There may be issues around power struggles in relationships and issues within your career, um, could also be activated by this energy. I've been talking to you guys about that. This Venus retrograde is not so much about the love aspect. It's going to be hitting you in your jobs. And we have been talking about how you can prepare for that. Okay. So it says, um, you may learn lessons around setting boundaries in both your personal and professional lives. Make sure you're setting aside plenty of time for self-care as Capricorn energy doesn't always know when to take a break. For the same reason, if you end up feeling drained in your relationships, it's okay to take a step back so you can recharge your batteries. Absolutely, like if you're afforded the opportunity, take the, you know, holiday breaks, take the Christmas break, take the um, New Year's break. Right, because truth of the matter is, we're not going to have another vacation until, for some of us, until spring break. If you're on that kind of even schedule, or not, things won't really slow down again until summer. So take the breaks. You, the energy is already going to be pushing you to drive, to to be ambitious. But it's like one thing you can do is look at how to work smarter. Right, I've been telling you guys this whole pandemic forced you to come down to a grinding halt and you're going to get back into the stream of things but it's not about working as hard as we used to it's about working smarter it's about the gamma right i don't consider myself to be a alpha female consider myself to be a gamma female or i've evolved i very much was in my alpha female like you know pitbull in a skirt type of a thing but now i'm very much empress on my throne high priestess doing things in the spiritual realm right using my mental to think smarter, right? To strategize how to get ahead faster, right? So this energy is about you're going to be ambitious. You're going to want to push hard, but work smarter. That's what I would say to, to you from that. Okay. Um, and that, that, that way you're not going to open yourself up to getting drained as much, right? So it says, um, when compared to planets such as Uranus or or Pluto, Venus is much closer to Earth, which means we will feel the energy of this retrograde more consistently than we would with a planet that's further out. Okay. (laughs) However, there are still days in which energy will feel even more pronounced than usual. So just be aware of that. Now you know what's coming. Um... Venus retrograde astrological aspects. You know what? I'm going to break off here just because I can only record up to 30 minutes on the web browser. I'm going to break off here. um, And I would say there's another five minutes that we're going to go into the Venus retrograde astrological aspects. And then from there, this one is going to be important because it's going to be talking about like Aries, Gemini, Leia, how it affects us. And then um, for those of you who want to hear about your specific sign, I will do the second half or the last 30 minutes will be about that, okay? So I'm going to stop recording, and you'll hear me again in like another (laughs) couple of seconds here. All right, welcome back. So 
Um, now let's get into the Venus retrograde astrological aspects. It says on December 26th, Venus and Pluto align in the cosmos while forming a supportive aspect to the Virgo moon. I know that can sound a lot. I've been studying my planets, so I kind of understand what it means. Don't worry. We're going to dissect the the energy. So it's saying it makes it perfect makes it the perfect day to purge your space of any items that remind you of love since past. So December 26th, if you haven't already done so, just go ahead and just toss out things that remind you about past loves, especially if it was toxic or you think it was karmic. Release it, let it go. That's the perfect time to do it. Okay? Okay? Um, It says, interesting conversations around love or money may take place on December 29th. I have a brother that was born on the 29th, so. <laughs> it says, um, as Venus and Mercury buddy up in the sky. So that's a communi- uh, communication and love. So could be conversations about both. Maybe you and your twin or you and your significant other can be talking about finances around that time. And so if you kind of know that there's things that, are relating to finances, you're going to kind of anticipate. I'm not saying that these conversations don't happen all the time, but it's like, just pay attention to it, see what happens. But then in the back of your mind, you're formula, you kind of already given it some forethought on how you want to address it. And what's the higher vibrational way of dealing with that kind of conversation? Because it would be funny if you're the type of person like me that you're like, oh, let's see if my my boyfriend brings this up and then when he does it's like you will already thought well I want to talk to him about this 50-50 partnership I want to talk to him about you know going in together into a buying a bit a condo or a business enterprise or you know who's covering the utilities who's paying for the for the children or what they need around the house and you know how are you investing what does it mean for the relationship? What does it mean for you to move in together? You know, real fat. These are real conversations. <laughs> right? This is also, so December 29th is also a great day to set and communicate what your boundaries are with others. Boom. Now, January 5th promises to be a dreamy day. Wait a minute. And see, like different people say different things. Because I remember I, I took a screenshot here and it said, so this one she said, oh, um, the one I took a screenshot of was January 8th. Hey, all right. So let me take a screenshot of this too, because we're going to be busy, folks. We're going to be busy. And I'm going to bring this back up, well, maybe like a week before. Whoopsie, I don't want video. <laughs> um... We're going to, um, I'll try to address it at least the week before um, it comes up. So you're kind of aware of it. January 5 promises to be a dreamy day as Venus forms a lovely trine in Neptune. Oh, okay. Which could 
provide some much needing needed healing around heartbreak from the past. So yeah, December 26th, you done threw out, you know, your ex's stuff. But at this point, he hasn't invited you to Christmas. He hasn't invited you to Thanksgiving. So you know, he's not showing you to the family. At this point, he ain't bought you the Christmas gift. So you already know what's up. You've already put two, three years into the relationship and you're not progressing. Um, it just is what it is. You've already thrown the stuff out. So January 5th, it's a new year. And now you're being provided with planetary support of just the healing from heartbreak from the past. Okay. The sun and Venus linked up on December 8th, making it a good time to examine your self-worth within both career and relationship realms. As Venus prepares to station direct, the, next, the last few days of this retrograde should be especially lively while the planet of love begins to form a helpful aspect to Uranus, the wild card of the cosmos. <clears throat> so that's something that's coming up. Um, interesting. But do you see how the planet, how the, the, the energy is so beautiful for us? Do you see how um, when I've been pulling the cards in, I kid you not, divine source is like, I did not bring you down here for this crap. I brought you down here to be in love. And he put the planets in place to support us and to move us in that direction. When I was reading from the North Node deck, it said, are you going with the stream or are you fighting against the grain? Because the energy is loving. The energy is there for us to get into commitment. The energy is for us to, to be into loving relationships. The energy is there for us to heal from the past hurt and get us back on track for love again. The energy is there for us to... It says here, um, while the planet of love begins to form a helpful aspect, right? Things are falling into place for, the, for it to go direct, with Venus and this other one. I'm going to have to come up with another word because y'all, I don't like saying it. I know y'all be laughing and giggling over there when I say I don't. <laughs> Every um, person who deals with this realm of stuff has to, mm. I would just have to bite the bullet on that one. I don't know. But, but do you see what I'm saying? Okay, so then it says Venus retrograde will come with its own set of challenges for each sign. So though some members of the Zodiac may have a harder time than others, all right? And that was something I'm glad that it came out in this article because I sometimes when I'm talking about it, I know it's going to hit some of us a little bit harder than others, but that's okay. You have what it takes to power through it. The energy of this retrograde will feel especially intense for, drumroll please, so it'll be mostly intense for Taurus, Cancer, Capricorn, and Aquarius, all right? The cosmos are asking you to go deep into your psyche and personal lives. All right, so for my Aries, my Geminis, my Leos, and my Sagittarius signs, you will also feel the challenges of this retrograde. Um, I want to, I'm a little bit fascinated with this one because I think they're referring to the sun signs and you can take that for what that is, but also if it's part of your rising, you'll want to pay attention to that too, right? Um, if it's in your rising or north node, if you have placements in those, it, it it's going to play an important role, right? 
It says, while Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, and Pisces have the most to benefit from, but only if they do the personal work that comes along with their cosmic climate. So this one, y'all, I'm lucky. I have my a lot of placement. When I tell you as much water as I have, um, I have a lot of placements in Virgo. Um, I have a lot of placements in Scorpio. And I have a couple of placements in Pisces, right? So... I'm really happy with this for once because if you guys are Scorpio's son, we've been having a rough couple of years, right? So this is just kind of like, okay, a much needed break in love and money and finance, right? So this concludes the um, understanding of what um, Venus retrograde and Capricorn is about. Now, if you want to stay back a little bit more, I'm going to start to knock out how the Venus retrogrades affects the different zodiac signs. Um, I'm going to go through each one and I'm just going to pour into each one. Um, This is where I can definitely use an assistant to come back in after me and just timestamp it to make it easier for you guys, especially when I start to transition to YouTube. Um, although part of the reason it makes it a little bit difficult for me, because I really could have just written down the notes when I'm, um, um, here on YouTube. Well, hmm. Cause I don't want to make it labor intensive. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to take, you know, cut and paste, cut and paste and have to know not doing that. But, um, it would be easier if I was doing one seamless, um, message on YouTube or something like that, because then the timestamp is equivalent. But right now I'm working with 30 minutes. Events. Anyways, let's get straight into it. Aries. For Aries, this is how Venus is going to retrograde is going to affect you. This retrograde in most of 2021 will place much of your focus on career goals. While you'll be motivated at, while you'll be motivated as ever in the professional realms, it'll be important that you set aside time for self-care so you don't burn out from the business you've been handling. I want to remind you again, go ahead and tap into the gamma part. Work smarter, not harder. Since Venus is the ruler of both beauty and money, this retrograde is also a good time to assess your wardrobe. Make sure you're stepping, taking steps to dress for the job you want. I love that. You guys, I love that we're bringing a little bit of fashion into this. And it's an a bit, uh, opportunity for you to start to look at, are you being elegant? Are you presenting in a way that's attracting guys who see your value in the way that you dress, you know? Um, and the elegance can have, I don't want to go too much on a tangent here because I, I feel like I might have tripped some of you guys up or triggered you guys up. But um part of the way you dress has a way with, you know, how people attract and engage and interact with you. Um, and this has to do more so with my fascination with fashion right now. So let me just move on to the next one. Taurus. All right. So Taurus, this retrograde packs some serious soul mate energy for you. Taurus, as Venus activates the area of your chart that rules spirituality. Wow. Yeah. Taurus has serious soulmate energy. Taurus as Venus activates the area of the chart that rules spirituality. You may find that you are developing connections with others quickly. I have a Taurus friend. She makes friends with everybody, y'all. Like, <laughs> that's what she does, which could spell trouble if you're in a relationship. 
Um, whether you are single or partnered up, keep in mind that we all have more than one soulmate. What? Keep in mind that we all have more than one soulmate. That triggered me a little bit. It's been a while since I've heard that type of language. I'm just reacting to it because I'm like thinking, I think I'm thinking different twin flame versus soulmate. But yeah, we all have more than one soulmate. Wow. Take that for what that is. Mm. Soulmates appear when someone has the potential to teach us a lesson lesson on a deep level. So before moving forward with anyone romantically, ask yourself if it's a lesson that you want to learn. And because you're going to be a divine feminine, I'm starting to understand even with myself. I know for a fact I've seen this in the past and I see it moving forward. I know there's a reason that I'm in some of these masculine lives. I'm very much amused. When I'm around masculines, they talk different, they move different. Um, I definitely bring out their masculine side, like it, it heightens their masculinity. Um, and so here I am helping them to, I know that with both of my exes, I've had important conversations with them, right? That's just who I am. Even before I started to understand I was a divine feminine, right? Um, but here I was. I was supposed to come into their life to teach them a lesson. And truth, truth at the end of the day of the matter, it's it's some of the loss and the grief is that both of them were my friends in the sense that I could have learned so much more. I talk about the Scorpio guy that I dated. He was a badass. He had some little toxic traits here and there. But he was a boss boss, and I learned so much from him that it forever changed my life. Well, my Pisces loved him to pieces, right? But I learned it because I, we have a lot of things in common, and he was reflecting back to me things that I'm starting to address and understand for myself, right? And so I think we would have gotten so much more out of life if we had just stayed friends. But here I was falling in love with the muscles and the swag and the voice and the ambition and everything that they're doing, right? And we can all learn from all these different facets of these different zodiac signs. Gotta ask yourself, especially if you're a divine feminine, you are a little bit different than the other feminines that are out here. And it's not in a bad way, but sometimes you're here to help people. And it doesn't mean that you sacrifice yourself. I want that to be very clear, but sometimes divine source places you in other people's lives to help them. Whoa. Okay. I'm going to take it there. So, um, remember I, we just did this reading today. Um, don't worry about going back because it's, I'm going to bring it up and I'm going to cover it for you, but, um, I'm going through my mental pictures. Um, it was talking about. Yeah, the same thing, the wealth oracle. You need to step up for yourself. And, oh, I know what it was. The last card that I pulled on the wealth oracle for today, um, it said that it was about the advocate. But with the advocate, it was saying that um, 
you are here to help people. You have an expertise in a certain area and your divine mission when that card comes out is to fill the gap, help other people fill the gap so they can ascend to your level of expertise. That's why it's so important for Aries to stand up, Taurus to stand up, Gemini to stand up, Cancer to stand up. We need each other, right? So when you have people who um, are working from a high frequency, high vibrational law, they've mastered what it means and they're really good at something like, you know, nutrition or fitness or communication and, you know, dealing with therapy and beauty, you can come in and help those of us who are, that's not our strength and bring us up to speed where, to where you are, Right? So sometimes you need to take inventory. Am I here to be a bless, a lesson to someone, a blessing, you know, or is this person here to be a catalyst too? And it's not someone that is meant for you to fall in love with. So Taurus, that's the lesson for you, but we can all learn from the sidelines, like show us how it's done, boo. All right. <laughs> Moving on to Gemini. Surface level interactions won't cut it for you this retrograde. Dear Gemini, you'll be in a mood to share yourself fully with that special someone with a desire for deep conversation and intimacy. That makes sense. Gemini is a lot about convert. I have, um, I believe my Mercury's in Gemini, if I remember correctly. But yeah, you just love the deep conversations. You're not going to be wanting to do anything superficial. At this time, you are not going to be wanting to have those light conversations. You're probably that Gemini at the table of talking about, so what do you bring to the table? You know, what do you mean you bring spirituality to the table? What do you mean that you bring, you know, finances to the table? What do you mean you bring your femininity to like, y'all, that's when you're dealing with a Gemini. Like they're going to be prodding and wanting to take things like down a deeper level, you know, deeper. Um, so You'll, you'll be in a mood to share yourself fully with that special someone with a desire for deep conversations and intimacy. Intimacy, right? However, you may find that not everyone is emotionally prepared to bear their soul, which could in turn cause you to close off. All right? So just be aware of that. Because it's not a good feeling when you're wanting to be intimate with someone and be vulnerable and share part of yourself and they don't reciprocate that back. So same thing like Taurus, you're going to have to figure out like, wait, is this person reciprocating with me in other areas of, of communication? If not, then now you haven't exposed yourself to feel some kind of way because you shared a, a story about your childhood. I have a friend like that, actually. I remember for a long time, like I would just, um, we've been friends for years, but you know, I get into those Gemini moments where I'm like, I'm wanting to share childhood stuff and about my upbringing or my goals and desires. And she's just mums the word, like she'll just be smiling and she'll listen, which is, is her, her thing, very supportive. But it's like, so at some point, like after a while, you're going to want to reciprocate and tell me how was your childhood or what did you go through? And, and, but no, no parts, you know? And it can leave you kind of feeling some kind of way. But at the end of the day, that's my ace. Like, she's been with me through a lot of stuff. So, but yeah, just be prepared. Now you know what it is. And this energy can 
continue to resurface, if that's part of your personality, you're going to want to have deep conversations with future partners and you're going to be going in and out of the ebb and flow of the falling in love and one, but you're going to have to gauge, is this person worth opening my soul up to before you even do it in the first place? You know, um, look for ways to engage in heartfelt conversations with your heart's desire, then ease your way into the more intense stuff. So when, yeah, like this is basically like saying, don't hit them over the head with like the deep stuff, like bam, over the head on the first date, you know, like give yourself time to ease into the, into heartfelt conversations and then go into heart desires, you know, a little while out. Um, so you're not jaded, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remember that everyone's comfort level is different, right? So this is asking you to practice emotional intelligence. That's talking about emotional intelligence. It's not selfish. It's not about me, me, me. I want to get this out. I want to get my emotions out. I want to tell you how I feel. I want to have intimacy. I want you to see into me. You're going to have to start to step back and listen and pay attention to how they're showing up and what they're ready for and what they're comfortable with. And that's beautiful energy. That's friendship energy. All right. Remember, we're talking about the twin flame relationship is, yes, it's about love, but love equals friend. And you're paying attention to what makes them comfortable. Right. And try, it says, try not to take it personally if someone you're involved with needs their space. I know I was just, um, I took it down already, but I was talking about, I have people in my inbox. I have people like breaking their neck to try to get to me. I am a little bit in my runner energy and I'm trying to be emotionally responsible with the masculines that I do have that I am talking to right now. Trust me, not in any type of sexual relationship. I'm trying to make sure that as soon as they start to show interest, I just back off a little bit, you know? But even when it comes to space, I know even like when it comes to what family, I do need my space. And you have to respect that. And the same way, it might even encourage you to reflect that back. Maybe you need to take space and just spend time with yourself. Okay? Let's go on into cancer. So this retrograde is all about love for you, Cancer, as Venus activates the sector of your chart that rules relationships. I know Cancers love being in a relationship. I think there is a water sign. It's right up there with Pisces and Scorpio. But y'all are very family oriented from what I've come to understand about you. Okay, It says matters of the heart will be up for review, which means past hurts and past loves could come back into play. Scorpio means going to tell them, keep them on blocked. Okay, if they try to come back and block their ass again. But hey, let's see what it says here. <laughs> it says if you're a part if you're in a partnership, try not to let emotional upsets that have been buried come back to life. Okay, that's fair enough. So understand that, you know, the energy Venus retrograde is about going back, reflecting. So you might literally just be sitting in the living room like and it might just remember that one time, um, you remember how your partner hurt you some kind of way, but don't let that cause damage to your relationship, right? It says, if you're single, be on the lookout for exes and try not to get involved with someone who has brought you grief or toxicity in the past. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm going to, I have some background notes. My fur baby is out there. He must have found something. All right. Um, 
let me try to wrap this one up real quick. I will say this. I I saw a YouTube video where they were talking about how men shouldn't take back women who cheat, which is funny to me because the statistics actually show that men are the percentage of men who take back a woman um, after they cheat is very minuscule. It's very, very low. I think it's like it's in the single digits. But what's interesting is divine feminines, feminines are the ones who take back cheaters back over and over and over again. And you see it in what's going on in, in the relationships around us, especially if they're low vibrational. But I would encourage us to find feminines too. This is that that reminder. My cancers, if you're kind of um having that recurring theme coming up for you, baby girl, like this is the time for you to like, do not take him back. Do not take him back. You've got to learn to stand up for yourself and balance out your divine masculine. Divine feminine cancer is going to be the one that takes somebody back because you love family. You appreciate, you know, the friendships and what that means. And you hold it on a pedestal. But you have to learn that you're loyal to yourself. When I say, you know, show up for yourself because, you, um, you know, I'm charging you with the love of your lo- love of your life. And the love of your life is you, boo. You are your family. You are your mother. You are your father. You have to protect your inner child. Those are the family components of that lie within yourself. And you have to honor that family aspect to yourself and be loyal to yourself before you allow other people to come back in and give you repeated grief and toxicity. Okay, going to move on to the next one, Leo. You're known as one of the warmest and most generous signs of the Zodiac, Leo. I love Leos. Um, family members that are Leos. First boyfriend was a Leo. If it's one thing about them, they love to be in the spotlight. And so me being that like, I like to sit in the background yeah, I love to see them out there in their alpha energy, doing their thing, definitely have the swag. They love to have the eyes on them, and I'm happy to give you the eyes. Like, <laughs> that's my thing with Leos. So it says, however, this retrograde may have you analyzing the give and take within your romantic relationships. Ooh, I'm already telling you. I think like, yeah, let me see what it says about this. But y'all, give and take in your relationship, in romantic relationships. If you've been receiving the short end of the stick in your partnerships lately, this could be the time to address it. This is also a good time to check in with your health. If you've been working overtime lately, now is the time to pull back excuse me and relax a little bit and that does make sense you know i think leo you show up to the business place a little bit different than aries aries is more about like strategy leo you're more about like the pr the marketing the things that are visible the things that are like flashy that catch your eye you're about the present presence right in terms of the senses of how you feel and hear and um and feel you know, the business part of things. Um, but because of that energy, you're going to be wanting to, to show up and be in the spotlight a lot. But it's like, just pull back a little bit and relax because Leos are very driven. Everybody wants to be an alpha lion, uh, lioness pride, a lioness, right? But this is one of those times where you just got to sit back and chill during the retrograde. Okay. Be gentle to yourself. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close this segment out. 
because we're going into Virgo and you guys know I got to spend time with Virgo. So let me close this segment out and then just go to the next one. One moment. All right, I'm going to tell you right now, we might have some background noise. If you can kind of just bear with me, it's, you know, I do not celebrate um, Thanksgiving, but because family members are off, we are all just doing our own thing, right? So Virgo, you guys know I have a lot of Virgo. I make sure to probably say it all the time, but I have Virgo um, in some great placements. So let's get into it. How is this retrograde going to affect us? Um, it says where and how you spend your time will be at the forefront of your mind this retrograde. Okay. Where and how you spend your time. Lovely Virgo. <laughs> it may be difficult for you to fake happiness right now. And if your heart is not into something, it won't be easy for you to get involved. I can see that. I can see that. Remember that it's okay to say no to events or gatherings that don't interest you. Oh, remember how they were talking about how we um were in the pre pre retrograde phase. This is hilarious. I I already took it down, but I did a podcast where I was telling you guys like I would I wasn't responding to the like where are you at come out nope. I just stayed in my little nest. I was just doing what I wanted to do. So, yeah. Remember, it's okay to say no to events or gatherings that don't interest you. <laughs> I'm already in that energy. I have mastered that. Woo. Cross it off my, my checklist. Instead of doing things to make others happy right now, keep your focus on the things that you want to participate in. Now, here's why this is important for you, Virgo. Right? Um... I was studying, you know, where my Virgo placements are. And um, the reason this is important for you is because you might have other placements that are opposed to um, Pisces. And with the opposite side of that, there's very much the people-pleasing element, um, wanting to put others first, very giving, very loving, very outwardly, very, um, like, other-focused. And so this is calling you Virgo. One of the things about the Virgo placement is you are learning to pay attention to the details as they pertain to yourself and what makes you happy. Okay? All right. So that was short. That was sweet and to the point. Keeping in mind, too, remember earlier I had um, read in the article that it said that there's certain placements that are going to be smooth sailing through this. And Virgo was one of them. So that was, you could just tell it was drama free, just easy, just sail through that energy, right? I love it. Next is Libra. They say home is where the heart is and they will feel especially this will feel especially true for you during this retrograde venus will be traveling backwards in the sector of your chart that rules the home making this a perfect time for you to go into hermit mode instead of forcing yourself out of the home spend time engaging with self-care from the comfort of your living room use your time away from the spotlight to get rid of old junk and reinvest into making your home the sanctuary you deserve Libra, yeah, Libra was another one that was in that, you know, easy energy. So, you know, 
just take the time out to get rid of junk. Um, you're going to have some free time with the holidays coming up. And even as you're getting ready for, if you know, if you like to entertain and have people over, it's forcing you to go into the closet spaces and the guest room and the kitchen and living room and just kind of your office and throwing out some, some stuff that no longer needs to go with you into the new year, right? Perfect time. And I think the key word here is... Um, I'm going to say the word sanctuary for you. Um, I'm going to say, and, and this is because I know some Libras, okay? The key word for, here, for you here, Boo, is sanctuary. Libras, when, when it's encouraging you to un, un, let go of junk, y'all like to hold on to things for whatever reason. I don't know why. And so it's creating a space for you that is chaotic. Um, it's one of those things like if you start to understand, especially when it comes to art, I learned this, but if you have a plain piece of paper and you have like one flower, your eye has time to to take in that one flower and appreciate the beauty and appreciate the texture and the colors and, you know, the placement and that type of thing. But if you start to have like a picture with flowers and food and um, clothing and cars and houses, now your eyes are getting pulled in all these different directions and it really does affect your psyche. It really does affect your, your mental more than I think people recognize. So when you're removing the clutter and you're removing the junk, you're creating a place for you that's serene, that's relaxed, and now your mind is not being pulled in so many different directions. You're keeping things in your bedroom and your that are only pertaining to love and romance. You don't have your office stuff in your in your bedroom ideally not get to have electronics or a TV in the bedroom because that's entertainment. So you have, you know, everything having to do with home entertainment in the home entertainment room. That's where you keep all the videos and all the CDs and all of the speakers. Move that stuff to the entertainment room or to the living room. You know, same thing for your office. It's like, just keep the files that are of significance to you. And they don't have to be out and cluttered because it does add to your stress. So when you keep it clean and organized, it's like now you have a sanctuary space. And that has to do with you balancing out what you value too. Remember, the energy that we're in right now is about what you value in terms of possessions. So this, per this is a perfect time for you in terms of possessions to just take into account what you want to keep around you and what you don't want around you. Okay, let's move on into Scorpio. Oh, uh, this retrograde is all about flirting and communication for you, sexy Scorpio. That's for y'all, because listen, let me not start flirting. <laughs> It'll get me in trouble. So, but let's listen for the rest of y'all, Scorpios. It's about flirting and communication. If you're in a relationship, how you discuss issues could come up for review. So don't shy away from trying new conversational techniques. I love that. Um, I think it's kind of calling because Scorpio, if I'm Scorpio is fixed. Scorpio is a fixed sign. So 
you know, you've probably been doing the same old tricks with um with with your divine masculine, but it's time to spice it up, boo. And flirting, the thing about flirting is it does force you to get out of your toes, get out of your element, go with the flow. You know, I think Scorpios, as much as we're at water sign, we can get stagnant. And I don't know if you've ever seen stagnant water, but there ain't nothing sexy about stagnant water, Scorpios, my fellow Scorpios. So get into the playful energies, flirt, be playful, um, explore what it means to not just talk about budget and finance and um, parenting and all that stuff in the same old generic way. Look for different ways to, to talk about things. You know, if you're single, this is a good time to meet new people without going too deep or too fast. Again, the energy that's conducive for this is about um, heading into a commitment and relationship. If some of you have a little bit of healing to do like I do, don't worry. This energy is coming again in the next 18 months. Do the inner work. Get your finances in order. Get your self-health in order. Get your fitness in order and revisit, right? And so then maybe this means that if you're going to go out there and meet people, we've been talking a lot about how we're getting confirmation after confirmation after confirmation that it's going to be about friendships. And so if that means that you're going to start to meet people that you can have friendships with, you might notice that the energy is different. It's one thing I think if you, we sometimes we do ourselves a disservice we throw the baby out with the bathwater when we start to get um, into, I want a, a boyfriend, I want a husband, I want to be in a relationship, I need to get married. And now you're just looking at this person for what they can do for you in the romantic department. But if you get to know this person as a friend, you know, you might decide that at the end of the day, you weren't even compatible anyways. And now you didn't have to waste your time and go through the emotional trauma and having to, on, you know, block these people and take them off your social media and all this stuff. And But they make a really great friend. And if you even take it with the energy that, you know what, let me foster this friendship. Let me get to know them and see what they're all about. That's a much healthier approach. And then now you're writing it into the 18 months where in 18 months you will be getting that, that ring. You know what I'm saying? But the energy is different. For, it says, for once, you might actually enjoy small talk and getting to know someone slowly. So allow any new romantic connections to unfold at their own pace. Mm. <laughs> Y'all, I'm so funny. I know I'm here to give you the message, so I'm going to give you the message and keep myself out of it. This is the A and B conversation, so I'm going to see myself out of it. All right, next one up is Sagittarius. It says, Venus is the ruler of both love and money, and this retrograde is all about the latter for you brave archer i know i had to give a little love and care to my sagittarius last month but i spent some time talking with you in the last one of those podcasts there so it says financial woes could come up for you as venus moves backwards in cosmos so don't run away from your financial obligations avoid overspending right now okay so you're hearing this message right now listen if you're listening to this message before black friday Put your wallet down, boo. Put your wallet down. Avoid the overspending. Put yourself on a spending fast, you know, for the next 30 days. 
put yourself on a spending fast until after. And I know this probably if you if it's true, like what it's saying here, I'm hurting you right now. Like you're feeling some kind of way because you just thought about the Black Friday sales, the Christmas sales, pre-imposed, the New Year's sales, the, the um, Cyber Monday sales. Like, what do you mean? Put my wallet down. But um, remember, uh, we were talking about how there's going to be some people that have financial reversals, and it's going to transfer from the wealthy to the to the poor, and fill the void for some of those who are poor. Um, and also, if you've been janky with people with your money and you owe them money, it's it's going to swing in their favor, right? But if you're going to have complications with your finances, this is not the time to be overspending. You need to make sure you have a cushion to kind of get you through whatever. Um, could be coming your way, right? It says, try to put some cash into the bank if you can swing it. Um, yeah, into the bank, meaning like, just make sure that you're um, not um, putting yourself in a position where it makes it a little bit more difficult for you to to thrive the way you need to. You probably do not need those Versace sunshades right now. You probably don't need the Balenciaga shoes and you don't need the uh, um, Valentino um, blazer right now. You really don't. You have enough in your closet and you don't know, like from what it's saying here, maybe you might have a, you know, I'm just going to say like maybe your utilities might be a little bit higher this month because um, you've been you know, you, you've entertained and you've had people over and you had to pay for the chef to come over and to have a decor, decorator come in and the utilities are a little bit higher because you had to have the heat up a little bit more while everybody was over and you want to make sure they were warm. So that means you're going to be coming out of pocket and having to come up with that. And you're going to wish you didn't buy that blazer and you're going to wish you didn't buy that Balenciaga, um, you know, bag or shoes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, listen, I'm just trying to help you, boo. Listen, this is just, it's just telling you to take a time out. The Venus retrograde, like, and this happens only once every 18 months. So guess what, baby girl? Next, next, December, you can go ahead and and maybe we'll see what the energy says and you can splurge them. But this Venus retrograde, just don't overspend. And you can spend, but just balance it. Don't overspend. And you're going to have to learn what that means for you. Don't lie to yourself now. Don't don't talk yourself into buying stuff and being like, I'm not overspending it. Be truthful. Be honest with yourself. You know? So it says there could be a temptation to refresh your wardrobe during this time. Listen, I was just in spirit. Like sometimes you guys, I kind of go up and, and into another space and then I come back in and I have to like come back to earth and read what's in front of me. So yeah. And sometimes I'm, I'm right in there with it, but I was up in my headspace and I'm coming back down and I'm reading the next line. It says, there could be a temptation to refresh your bar- wardrobe. So all that Balenciaga, Valen- Valen- uh, Valentino, Balmain, wanting to shop with for the Versace glasses, like, yeah. Could be a temptation to refresh your, your wardrobe during this time. Just make sure you set and stick to a budget, okay? Should you find yourself reaching for your credit cards right now? If you're on this journey with me and you've been listening up until this point, remember, we're wanting to raise our credit scores. So I want you to really have a come to Jesus moment right now and think about what that's going to do for your credit score. 
um, and think about the long-term picture because you can really save some of that money and put it towards buying your vineyard, buying your first duplex, buying an investment property, right? Putting it towards down payment on your first home, all right? Okay, my Sagittarius booze. I'll be falling in love with you guys. Y'all are kind of a little bit different to me. Like, uh, okay, Capricorn. This retrograde will have you putting yourself first, dare sea goat. Okay, I like how this author, I really like how this author be talking with you guys. Like, she has little pet names for you. Like, I just call you guys booze, but... I love this one. I hope I remember this. Capricorn is a seagoat. <laughs> so cute. It says, since Venus is traveling backwards under your sign, it is okay to be a bit self-involved right now. You might find yourself putting up walls as you focus on personal goals and self-interest. Okay. Um, I'm going to say something here too. So if you guys have a Capricorn in your life and they're putting up the walls and it could even be your love interest or your twin flame. It's okay. Give them their space. The way I would play this if it was my masculine, but hey, I, you know, and I see that he's going to work a little bit more or a little bit reserved. I'd be like, babe, I see you doing your thing. I see you out there, you know, putting in the work at work and, um, I'm here if you need me. And then you go and you create space for yourself and you go do your own thing, but don't go into space to chase your energy. But you acknowledge that the energy that they're in, um, I think is important. But yeah, this is going to be, remember we were talking about with Gemini, you know, that'd be fascinating if you're a Gemini and you're in a relationship with someone who's a Capricorn or has Capricorn placements in their, you know, in their divinity, their trio, whether it's their rising or their, um, their moon especially i would say if it's in their moon or their venus um they're just going with the flow of the energy and they may not be able to articulate it right but the emotional intelligence comes in where you see it you identify it you talk about it you say babe i see you doing your thing i see you going to work i see you going after your goals i see you're ambitious right now i'm here for you if you want to talk you set the time every day for you to to you know, talk about how their day went, right? And so that way you're giving them the space. You're not hitting them up every, you know, couple of hours. Babe, I'm over here. Do you want anything? Babe, I'm over here doing this. What are you doing now? You know, if you see them backing off a little bit, just acknowledge it and say, I'm, hey, I see you doing your thing. I'd love to talk to you tonight. I'm going to make you your favorite pasta, whatever. And then we can set that time, that one moment in time to talk about how your day went and tell me everything you know and so do you see how that's just so beautiful because you're not hitting them up so much and they have their space and but you're creating a sacred energy exchange time to to still tap in and connect but you're still respecting you know their space so this is where that energy of people putting up their walls this is who we're talking about right now and Capricorn if you feel yourself going into that energy the emotional intelligence for you means that if you feel it, don't fight it. By all means, throw yourself into your personal goals and your interests. Ride that energy, but pay attention to what that means for your family, for your children, for your significant other, for those that you love and care about. 
let them know, you know what, I'm really on a, on a, on a high right now. I'm trying to focus on this stuff, but if you need me for anything, this is how you can connect with me, or these are the best times to connect with me. Um, and, and so do you hear how that's important? Right? So it says, um, it's okay to be a bit self-involved right now. You may find yourself putting up walls as you focus on personal um, goals and self-interest. Just be sure you don't end up isolating yourself from good-hearted people who care about you. Perfect. Additionally, you may feel like refreshing your look right now. Hey, so you're right up there with um with Sagittarius, just all vain like I am too, trying to do a different look like I've been wanting to get bangs y'all I might get some bangs uh with with you and uh Sagittarius listen (laughs) additionally you might feel like refreshing your look right now but try not to make any okay try not to make any drastic changes to your appearance until Venus begins moving direct all right I'm gonna hold off on the bangs you know what Capricorn I'm gonna hold off on the bangs right alongside with you too but the temptation is there and so then maybe don't do anything with your hairstyle you know um go for something a little bit more like go for a different shade of lipstick or an accessory or add a different color to your wardrobe but nothing that drastic okay <laughs> Woo! almost went out and got me some bangs but no no no. let me leave my hair alone until things go direct for venus because venus has to do with beauty too right so maybe now that we're in venus retrograde this is not the time to go out and be trying new hairstyles and trying different things to have to do anything that's going to affect our appearance just sit it out until things go direct and then get back into it <laughs> Aquarius, this retrograde will ask you to go deep, lovely water bearer. (laughs) Venus will be camped out in the sector of your chart that rules the subconscious, making it the perfect time to do some shadow work when it comes to matters of the heart. Use this retrograde to examine past partnerships and make a mental note of any relationship patterns you become aware of. And I apologize, I'm rushing. I'm not trying to go past another 30 minutes. I'm at I'm at 22 minutes and I need to be done in eight minutes. So I'm going to try to make sure. I'll make it up to you, Aquarius. It says, um, make a mental note of any relationship patterns you become aware of. It may be painful to take an emotional stroll down memorial memory lane but it will help you develop healthier habits for the future okay pisces this retrograde could have an interesting effect on your friendships pisces if you're single you may want to start looking at how you may want y'all you may start to look at people within your circle as potential mates and could even find yourself in a friends with benefits situation. <clears throat> that makes sense for Pisces because um, I can see where, and it makes sense, friends with benefits because it's like, they're really good at being friends. They really, it's a form of manipulation sometimes, but they, Pisces can take on the energy of whoever they're with, right? So if you're extroverted, they're extroverted. If you're introverted, they're introverted. If if you're intellectual, they're intellectual, but that's part of the mastering all of the 12 signs, right? Um, And it's a difficult placement to deal with. 
But the thing is, they're also very much about romance. And they will bat those eyelashes at you and flex those muscles at you and want to jump in the sheets with you. And then boom, now all of a sudden you're friends with benefits. So, you know, understand that that maybe, you know, divine feminines for you, it's like you, you're, and that makes sense because when I talk about my Pisces placements too, it's like, yeah, I'm telling you, I'll be falling in love with the assignments. I'll be falling in love with the assignments. So you want to be careful with that. You're right up there with Taurus, you know, just pay attention if that's something about yourself that you've noticed. But also if you're dealing with the Pisces, just take it as a compliment that they're physically attracted to you. They're in that energy, but just kind of cut yourself off from, from, from that access or give it time to, ex- to, um, to, to pass and go direct before you, you even try to get into anything physical, right? So we're looking at a good 90 days out. Okay. Just kind of a cautionary tale there. Just make sure you're not compromising platon. Boom. Just make sure you're not compromising platonic relationships that are important to you, especially since retrogrades don't always bring out our best judgment. That's facts on facts. You heard me talk about that. You know, like I said, my my last ex, that was a Pisces. When I tell you, very beautiful person at the end of the day. And the same way that they have their toxic traits, I have mine too. Um, They're reflecting the energy back to me. And it was one of those situations where it's like, you just compromise. That's so such a, a loaded, a mouthful compromising platonic relationships it should have been your friend for a long time to share to laugh to grow with you know but because of imbalances or or not um giving yourself the time to get through the energy and see things go direct now we're out of a out of those spaces. It says if you are currently in a relationship, this is a good time to bring Bay and your buddies closer. So plan some group activities that will help everyone get to know one another better. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. I hope this was a blessing to you. I've come to enjoy these. They are a little bit long, but I will put in the um, episode description, the breakdown of... um, how it is so if you just wanted to come for the message of what it is you get that in the first 30 minutes and then in the last 45 minutes i go into the specific signs but we can learn from all of them really and truly because um we have different zodiac signs and different placements of our natal chart anyways so it's helpful all around gonna sign off gonna charge you with love with high vibrational love gonna charge you with the love of your life and the love of your life is you so it's you, boo. <laughs> so show up for yourself. Gonna charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates invisible. Gonna charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom and prosperity. Love each and every one of you. I think I'm pretty much done for the day. Um, it is now 2.15 p.m. I'm gonna go spend some time with my family. Gonna turn up a little bit. Um... It is still sunny and bright and beautiful out here in California. I don't know. It's very windy. 
um, just blowing out all of the toxic air that's around, you know, clearing up the blue skies. So getting ready for winter rains and whatnot. <clears throat> so yeah, so I won't be back again until tomorrow's Friday. We're going to have the Divine Feminine Archetype. Um, I might do one for singles, but I'm I not quite sure how to put which deck together. So I'm going to We'll see what happens tomorrow. So Divine Feminine uh, Archetype is tomorrow. And then also tomorrow is going to be my first food oracle. We're going to be talking about food and fitness and health. And um, I kind of know how I want to piece things together a little bit. I obviously have to pull the oracle deck. I have an oracle deck with food items. I have two food item oracles and then I'm going to give you a resource that you can use for um, health. So you'll want to check me out for that one because I'm more of a gamma female. I don't consider myself an alpha female um, and I'm more of like a omega female like in terms of personality type. Highly intellectual but I like to keep to myself. Um and so then that's how these podcasts come into play. It's like, at some point I, I like, I would like interaction, but I, you know, I'm a, okay over here by myself. So, all right, I'm going to sign off. Peace.